Hey there, I just wanted to grab your attention before the episode starts to let you know that you're going to want to follow the podcast if you haven't yet. Make sure you go hit that plus button or the follow slash subscribe button wherever you are playing this podcast so that you do not miss part two when it drops because I had to split this one up due to length and tiredness (laughs) and juiciness because we were up so late answering your questions about relationships. All right, now let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Friend in Your Ear podcast. I'm your host, Luna Smith, and I will be that friend inside your ear while we explore all things self-improvement. I'll share tips, motivation, and positivity to help you live your best life. From health and wellness to career and relationships, I've got you covered, because that's what friends are for, right? So tune in every week for a friendly chat to brighten your day, and let's make every day a little better together, shall we, friend? And now, on with the show. We'll see. Yeah, there you go. Get some good drinking sounds in there. (laughs) The sound of a... 36 ounce Yeti water bottle, folks. <laughs> Little buzz marketing, I think. <laughs> hey there. Welcome to this special episode of the Friend in Your Ear Pod, where I am interviewing slash featuring my husband of over 10 years. Welcome to the podcast, Evan. Hello. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens with this. Um, so <laughs> okay, I just thought it would be fun pre Valentine's Day to do an episode on relationships and what the key traits of a lasting relationship are. All right, so let's get started. So, Evan. We have been married for over 10 years now, together for over 12. I like to call it a decade plus. Yeah. What do you think has made our relationship last as long as <laughs> You tolerating me is great for it. Um, <laughs> you tolerating me. <laughs> <laughs> Tolerance, everyone. Tolerance. <laughs> Okay, no, we have to make this real. (laughs) It took you a while to, like, let your weird out with me. Let my freak flag fly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then it made me wonder, were you always like this and just afraid to show it? Or did I influence you? (laughs) Mm, I I do enjoy making everything a little bit of a joke. Like, I feel like that's a important facet of being able to enjoy life or, you know, have fun with things. Is like Being able to laugh. Yeah, and just doing dumb things that, you know, aren't, aren't necessary, but hopefully make somebody chuckle. Yeah. And at least make me chuckle. Yeah, so it's like, good you're married to me who accidentally does things. Yeah. Like the water. <laughs> Folks, let me tell you a story. So here's a key thing for if you want to be in a happy relationship for a long period of time. It's just 
be nice to the other person unnecessarily <laughs> once in a while. Like, just say something nice out of the blue. The other day, I was at the grocery store buying, like, I'm sure ice cream or something. And I saw flowers and I was like, mm, I'm going to get these for Luna because I think she would like flowers. And they look nice and she looks nice. So they kind of match up. So I just bring home flowers. She loves them. Our four-year-old also loves them. And then, I don't know if it was directly after or if it was just like a little while later. I just like went over and kind of gave her like a half hug. And I was like, hey, I just want you to know. I think she was like making dinner and trying to like juggle a bunch of things at once. And I was like, I just want you to know you're doing a great job as a person all around. And she, and she like half, half spits a mouthful of water out of her mouth onto herself. Like she forgot how to drink. (laughs) She's like, what does my mouth do after I put the water in my mouth? I forget. Does it go, does the water go down or does it come back out the front? Yeah, we even finished the sentence and it wasn't even me doing it as a joke. Like it literally just happened at the same time as him trying to tell me I was doing a good job at life. (laughs) And we both had a laugh. (laughs) But yeah, I think well in general... I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast before yet, but you have to be able to laugh at yourself, I think, to it's like a good survival mechanism. I basically say that I have like a sitcom life because I constantly have bizarre things you you would or things that you see happen in a sitcom and you think, Oh, that's obviously made up. That would never happen to a person in real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it does. <laughs> Trying to figure out which question I should start with for. Uh, okay, how about this? What is your definition of love and how has it changed over time? Just kind of a feeling that you know that you have, and also someone that you really love, you should be willing to do anything for. Sorry to describe, I guess. You get yeah. a good one for that? It's hard to describe what love is like in words. Like when our son was born, <laughs> it was, you know, that that level of love. It's so I mean, it's very different from romantic love, I guess. Similar and different. But you can never I just felt like you can never really describe that feeling to anyone until you're in it. It's just like an insane indescribable kind of feeling and I think that love itself is just complicated to define but a lot of people might have the misconception of what it is because there's the whole beginning of a relationship feeling where your adrenaline is pumping and you have the oxytocin and the butterflies and the excitement and everything is new and fresh and a lot of people equate that to what love is when really that's just infatuation it does evolve over time because in the beginning it is those you know that infatuation that initial like butterfly feeling where you still don't know everything about the person and so everything's kind of like new and exciting and then over time you I mean you know that person (laughs) more in depth and know all these little nuances about them and I think love at that point changes into more of that familiarity and for me, a big part of it is just the friendship, I guess. The fact that like we're so bound to each other that I could never imagine life without you. Gotta marry your best friend, folks. 
Yeah. You're number one. Here's the list. Number one. With a big capital M, I guess. Marry your best friends. What would be tip number two? Get it in writing. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is. Uh, I would say you have to. Son of a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, I mean, marrying your best friend, yes. I think that is the number one tip is you have to be really good friends probably the best of friends with your significant other because you want to be with someone you want to spend time with that you can like laugh together and I don't know, just have all these crazy adventures together. You want to enjoy time with that person. So you're right. I think you should be with your best friend. I was going to say you also, you have to have some things in common to keep you connected and then have other characteristics that are opposite of each other because then it helps. Like when you come together, you're like, you know, filling in those gaps for us we have a lot of opposite things i'm more of a fast person he's more of a slow person (laughs) my four-year-old complains about it constantly (laughs) dada how come you're so slow when you walk (laughs) whereas yeah i tend to run fast and you know, both <laughs> both movements and to my mind. Yeah. And he, he's very slow with his movements and how he talks. I like to think of it as methodical. <laughs> you know, and the same comes with like uh, decision making and everything too. Like he'll take forever analyzing everything, looking into everything. I know this sounds like a complaint, but it's... <laughs> I'm it's getting, great though. Coming to a point with this. You wouldn't believe the amazing choices I've made for us <laughs> after thoroughly researching it. <laughs> uh, but when you have those opposite traits and they come together, they work really well where we balance each other out in that respect where and I think like over time, I mean, I don't know if you've gotten faster with your decision making. Nope. <laughs> but I feel like I've gotten better at holding off and like thinking things through than I had been. So you're telling me that you've had any growth? (laughs) I think, I don't think I'm any faster at decision making, but I think I'm more apt to just not care when you do it. Uh Like if if you're going to handle something, I'm just like, yeah, sure. You you can figure it out. I mean, I trust you. Mm -hmm. So kind of a yin and yang situation between us, you know, you're one side of the coin on the other. We balance each other out. I'm the one with 30,000 emails and his is cleared. Yeah. Folks, I'm, I'm sorry. She is misleading you with this. I have two emails in my inbox right now. One of them just came in this week. I got to deal with it. But uh, the other one's been there for like a month. It's kind of annoying. Oh. Thing. How has our relationship evolved over time? I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with the idea of love because I think love evolves as you're with someone. Yeah. I think earlier on there was more trying to have experiences together and do things together, things like that. And now partially because we, it's hard for us to get out of the house. Now it's, less about that and it's more about just spending time with one another and being happy in each other's presence how do we communicate effectively 
and what role does communication play in our relationship if you do not have good communication in your relationship it's suffering i feel like yeah i think saying things early before it snowballs into something larger is important that's kind of how people become you know spiteful yeah Yeah. resentful towards one another if one person is doing something that the other one doesn't like and the other person doesn't know it yeah they're continuing to do it (laughs) yeah so if you don't tell the other person that then you're just getting mad at them for something they're not even for something that's your own fault at that point yeah so i think communication and having arguments it's not like bad for couples to have disagreements and arguments yeah just call them discussions <laughs> loud like, discussion yeah. like a parent in the 90s just say mama and dad are discussing something <laughs> having a disagreement and then talking through it that's also part of communication and yeah. you have to communicate and discuss to get on the same page about things yeah big things like you know how many kids are you going to have or small things like how to peel an orange? (laughs) So what role does uh, communication play in our relationship? I feel like that is something about you that I really compared to past relationships you were like i've said i mean he already knows <laughs> i've already said this so many times to him because we communicate but <laughs> mm-hmm. that he is actually good at communicating i feel like a lot of men struggle with talking through feelings evan was the first person that i dated that like actually talked about things <laughs> and would have discussions and that was so different but that's part of what made it works so much better because we could work through, you know, anything that we might not have been on the same page about. Yeah. And that was somewhat new for me as well, because I knew as soon as we met each other and got together that I was willing and able to talk to her in a way that I hadn't talked to previous girlfriends Oh, really? So it was just particular to me. You just need to meet your soulmate and then (laughs) bango, bango, that's the one you marry. When you meet the person that you are completely fine with opening up to, then that might be your person. That's a good hint. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to get married to them just because it's been a while and you haven't broken up yet, but you don't feel any different about that person than like anybody else. Not a good person to marry. <laughs> You'll definitely know when you meet the right person and you feel different about that person than anybody else. All right. I'm going to stop part one here because it's basically the halfway point in the edited version of the full podcast. The uncut version has basically another full size podcast inside it of a lot more personal stories and mildly inappropriateness. And you can get that entire uncut episode, which is 47 minutes long, on patreon.com slash the friend in your ear pod. Heads up. Do not go there and listen if you are easily offended. It's not insane or anything, but I didn't think that some of it was appropriate for the general public 
on this. So if you are interested in even more personal stories of our past and our relationship, definitely make sure you go grab that on the Patreon page for the podcast. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, this part one, and I hope you are following and or subscribed so that you get part two when it comes out next week. I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for tuning in and see you next time.